You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Alter Echo on this Memorial Day weekend. I'm coming to you a day early this week so that you have a chance to listen to this in the event that you are heading out of town or are going to be occupied or busy with many things. I still hope to see those of you who are in town at church on Sunday. We will be worshiping inside for the first service at 8.15, but remember that we go to summer schedule this weekend, and so our second service all summer long will be in the parking lot. And you can come as you did during the pandemic and listen on your FM radios, 92.3 FM and share in that kind of worship. Or if it's a beautiful day, bring out a lawn chair and sit outside and worship uh, with other friends from Church in God's Creation. We're looking very forward to this and to seeing all of you. Here's what I want to do today. It's been a somber week, but I want to focus um, on that as well as on our giving thanks for all of you who might be listening who served in our country's military service. What I'd like you to do if you are a person who has served in the U.S. military, whether in wartime or not, would you please stand up where you are? I'm going to pause just for some seconds here, but we are honoring you even though we can't see you. We are connected across these airwaves, and we want you to know our gratitude for your service. So please stand up, and we will pause to give thanks for you and your service and for the service of all those especially who died in military service, defending and protecting our country and peace around the world. We thank God for them and for all of you. I'm going to get right to the text today. We're going to listen to and hear a passage from 2 Corinthians 6. It's a reconciliation letter. Paul is writing to a congregation that he essentially called on the carpet for not following the, 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 the vision and the goals of the community of faith through Jesus Christ after he left. And this group stratified once again, and those who had the power and the money lorded that over those who did not. And they were divided, and Paul is calling them back together to be reconciled to each other and to God and to himself and is calling for them to continue to seek the new vision that God has for us as the community of the faithful, not just with each other, but in this world. So we are on chapter 6 of 2 Corinthians. I'm going to read verses 1 through 13. Remember that we are in chapter 39 of Brian McLaren's book, and I think the, the title this week is especially important because it will relate to this message coming up very soon. Whatever the hardship, keep rising up is the title. Whatever the hardship, keep rising up. So go with me to chapter 6 of 2 Corinthians. If you have your Bibles open, follow along, please, starting at verse 1. Paul says, as we work together with him, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at an acceptable time, I have listened to you. And on a day of salvation, I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's way so that 
no fault may be found with our ministry, but as servants of God, we are committed, we are, we have commended ourselves in every way through great endurance, in afflictions, in hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute, we are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet are well-known, as dying and see, we are alive, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. We have spoken frankly to you, Corinthians. Our heart is wide open for you. There is no restriction in our affections, but only in yours. In return, I speak to you as children, open wide your hearts also. Dear friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'm just aware before we get to the sermon and message here, that that phrase, see, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation, is for all of us, all of history, every person in every time and place who reads this. When is the acceptable time to come to God and to, to know that God is listening to you? Every time. It's every time you hear this. When is the day of salvation from God for you? Every time you hear this promise, now and every time is acceptable for God to listen to you, to you, to talk to God, and for God to be saving you. And that's now too. We need it today. Let us pray. Gracious Lord God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight through the power and gift to us of your Holy Spirit. Amen. I am going to tell you straight up today that my heart is especially hurting. In fact, I don't know how much more my heart can take. Probably more than I think, I'm sure, but I don't hope this. Because the cascade of tragedies in our country has to end. We can't turn on the news every night or go to church or to school or to a concert or to the grocery store or anywhere and have what is happening over and over and over again continue to happen. We are the only country in the world in which gun violence like this happens. The only country. And while some of it is due to mental illness, the incidence of mental illness is no different in the United States than in any other country in the world. These are facts. So this is a gun violence problem that we Americans are either allowing or are apathetic and uncaring about. 
Today is day 149 of this year, 2022. Tuesday's tragedy in Uvalde, Texas, was the 27th slaughter like this just in educational institutions alone. I hope you can tell I am trying to use my words very carefully here because there are many innocent ears listening and affected by this today who don't need to be any more unduly made to be afraid. That is one of these tragedies in educational institutions every five and a half days. <laughs> By contrast, in England last year, in England, there was one, one mass violence of any kind that took five lives. The last mass violence in England was in 2010. This is our American problem. This is on us. How are we supposed to keep rising up against the hardships of our lives when in this category alone, educational institutional tragedies, we have to try to make sense of this alone every five and a half days? People, there have been more mass domestic gun-related terror events this year than the days in this year that we've already lived. 250 mass tragedies, murders, in, and counting in 149 days. That is 1.7 mass murders we have to make sense of every day. How do we keep rising up? against this, when the overwhelming cascade of violence and do-nothingism and sound bites and political wrangling just goes on and on. The bottom line is we have to rise up. This is on us. We have to find ways to come together as human beings. Men and women, neighbors and strangers, Republicans and Democrats, rich and poor, city folks and country folks, and say no to these artificial labels that make us think we should be against each other. And we have to band together with faith that life can and should be a lot better not just a little better, but a lot better for all of us than this. You and I do not have to settle for a hellscape of 1.7 mass murders every single day or for fear of going anywhere, anywhere, without the possibility that something tragic will happen. This isn't radical or partisan at all unless one part of partisan actually wants us to live in a hellscape. This is normal. Wanting to live free from violence is normal and should be expected. It should be demanded. It should be placed on all of our leaders from local to national with accountability. You know what tomorrow is? Or this coming Monday? It's Memorial Day. On this day, we remember those who gave their lives in trying to rid the world of violence. 
guns of war, and all of the other weapons, and demented systems of government that overran countries and snuffed out lives and made people to live in fear. Soldiers stood up against that, and many gave their lives doing it. But they rose up. Our country rose up. Why aren't we, in our time, rising up against the internal war of violence, killing our people and snuffing out lives and making us to live in fear? Why aren't we? I'm going to share one illustration and quote with you that comes from the heart of faith's response to this. It also has to do with false labels that have led some to believe that dividing people and turning them against each other is somehow what God wants. <laughs> Yet dividing people and turning them against each other is the opposite of what God wants. It's ludicrous from the God of love, of forgiveness, of healing, of reconciliation. And God who created us all and is God of all. It's the issue of some priests and bishops in the Catholic Church refusing communion, holy communion, to people with whom they disagree politically and philosophically. Listen to this quote from Father John D. Whitney, a Jesuit priest. He says this, I want to write a longer piece about those bishops who seek to keep some from the table of Christ. But for now, I will say this. It is not your table or mine. Bishops, priests, etc. are neither the hosts, nor the bouncers, nor the ones who wrote the guest list. The Eucharist is the resurrected body of Christ, given for the life of the world. Jesus Christ is the one who invites the guests, all you who labor. He is the host of those who come. He is the setter of the table. And he is the feast which is shared. Take this, all of you. This is my body. This is my blood. We are the guests at the meal. And sometimes, by his calling, servers... So, stay in your lane, please. The wait staff doesn't get to exclude those who want to come. If you don't like the company Christ calls, and admittedly, it is a ragtag bunch of sinners, one and all, it's you who need to leave the table, not them. Everyone, Christ, crucified by the sin and division and violence that people allowed themselves to be overtaken by, but risen in God's power to say no to that sin and division and violence. Christ crucified and risen is the host of all of us human beings. We are guests of him, all of us humans. We, together, no labels to divide us, have been brought together by him to overcome violence toward each other and sin and division and to live for peace for everyone. 
Christ gave his life for this. Standing up together against gun violence and mass murders in a country that wants us to allow this because some are gaining dramatic power and wealth from it is at the heart of faith. This is a powerful hardship on our lives right now and we have to keep rising up against it together so that God's people can live and love and be loved and not be afraid to live a day in this country. All of us who labor and are weary are invited to the risen Christ again today to come together, to receive grace and hope and renewed resolve, to stop buckling to all the artificial labels and divisions, and to be a lot smarter than that in working for peace right here, right now, for everyone. Because God loves people more than anything else. And we are here to love each other. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.